CZ Media Podcast is brought to you by Rancho Bravo Tacos. They make it really easy to get great tasting Mexican food. You can stop by any one of their three convenient locations, Capitol Hill, U District, Wallingford, or you can order through Uber Eats, Caviar, or Chow Now. You can also text RBT to the number 474747 and you'll get deals on tacos, burritos, and more. All of the information is in the show notes. Hello, everybody. You know, I we have merch. Did you know that? Oh, no. Merch is exciting. It is. And on the front of the shirt, it says, hello, everybody. Oh, so it's a thing now. It's, it should be a thing. Hello, everybody. It's, yeah, and right? Well, it's like in bold capital letters, so it's more like, hello, everybody. So you say. Right. I think I... Have you ever... <clears throat> Sorry, have you ever done that though? Have you ever like uh, auditioned for a play or a commercial or a radio show? Have you ever done anything like that? Yes. And they make you do the, do it over, do it like this, do no. it like that. I auditioned for a TV show maybe 10 years ago. That's not that long ago, and really. And it was for a Spanish uh, speaking part so they had me read this book except that I was so nervous I butchered every single word I sat down I read for about 10 seconds and then the person just said okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> like you see in the like you see in the movies oh my gosh I auditioned for a um, REI commercial and I totally just blew it i could not it was it was like two sentences and i could not remember the lines i was delivering it very like honestly but (laughs) but the words were totally wrong and they kept going i like the energy but and i was and i said but what (laughs) say the words that we want you to say (laughs) seems kind of like a requirement you know it's hard it's it's hard but it takes. I think it takes a certain kind of person to want to do that because I auditioned for. Um, I was with this talent agency for a blip, and I went to go do an audition for an independent movie. Mm. It was like some thriller or something. Were you gonna get killed? Probably. That would have been cool. They asked me to show my boobs. And I was. They asked you to, or they asked you if you would. If I'd be comfortable showing okay. my boobs on camera. Right. Did you like heck yeah? D- maybe they said boobies. Ooh. But then, of course, they say it was going to be tasteful. So of course. what's to fear there? It's odd, <laughs> darling. So so wait, they asked you for if you were okay with nudity at the audition. Yeah. Well, no. After after, but I did the read right. Yeah. And they were interested. They were like, okay. This is great. So are you comfortable? We've got a shower scene with you're going to have some some nudity. Of, and I was. And what did you say? Uh, I don't really want to do. I wasn't really interested in doing like, oh, OK, this I just got into this agency and now I'm already showing my boobs in a movie. Like, is that really? Well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But no. <laughs> I'm cool. It's like an independent film. So you told them no. 
I told him no, and I also, when I was rehearsing my like monologue for the for the read, yeah, I felt so stupid. I was like in the car going, and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Now I'm like way over analyzing just the way that I talk. Right, it's bizarre. I I can't do it. It turns me into a bigger weirdo than. So what what happened with that? Did you get a did you get a callback? I got the callback, the yeah. first callback, and then I declined to show because my because of the boobs. So just you, that's get, why no, I, just because the whole experience. I wasn't like I kind of felt like I should go on this audition, and that's what the whole point was of being with the agency. Right. And then as I was doing, I was I said to myself, I hate this. Huh. I feel weird. I feel awkward. I'm in a dark car sitting outside of a building, reading to myself out loud. I, I'm, but that, I don't want to do it. It was just, you just, I don't. You would, you're, you would just rather dance. I'd rather dance or perform or do something that's more authentic to my personality. I just right. feel so strange. So the, um, so the, the boobies were not shown to the world. Oh, in. they've been shown to the world, just, <laughs> just not in that particular film. <laughs> they've had their day in the sun. <laughs> well, um, our listeners will... I flashed my boobs at a Soundgarden concert when I was of 18. Course. Those were good new boobs. <laughs> <laughs> new boobs. Yeah, those 18-year-old boobs are like Holy primo. Man. Let's keep it... Let's say 20... Let's say you were 21. I was an adult. No booby talk in the teens. 18, you can go work booby at Booby talk a t- over 21. Oh, please. Have at it. Most of the hardcore porn chicks oh, are 18. It's That's the legal age. And, you know, <laughs> truth be told, I was 18 at Soundgarden. Just wild out. Just decided to show my boobies. Our listeners will recognize the voice. Cody is back. Hi, Cody. Hey. <laughs> On that note, coming back with a bang. Let's talk titties. This show is sponsored by the Christian Community College yeah. of <laughs> Pacific Lutheran. <laughs> and the Jehovah's Witnesses, not that they're listening. Right. They're they're not. Um, well, thanks for being back on. And that was a, you know, I, I should start more shows with booby conversations. Hey, everybody it's, likes them. So, yeah, we should start more conversations with booby talk. That's where I left off, I would think, wasn't it? Yeah. No one will be able to tell even, that I had technical <clears throat> difficulties just then. Even if it's not where you left off, we just pick it right back up. Pick it up at the boobies. Booby talk. I also like to say titties. <laughs> You want to know something? I do. You got to say it just like that, too. I'm sorry. I can't help you know, it. I can't, I, I can't say that word. You don't have to. It's my word. It's You can have it. I get great enjoyment from just saying titties. And, I, no. I, just, I just finished watching Californication for the third time, I think, all seven seasons. Oh, yeah. And oh, my goodness. That show is just absolutely bonkers insane. Have oh, you seen it? Lots of titties. Lot of them. Yeah, that's just, like the main. I think the whole show is folded around opportunities to show 
titties. Exactly. See? And then gives me opportunities to say said titties. That's you know what my grandmother used to say? Oh, it's my favorite. She used to say, oh, that's tits. That means it's good. That's it my grandmother equating goodness to tits. That's the thing, though. Yeah, I know. It was like, oh, you want to take a ride for uh, riding my Trans Am? It's tits. V. Oh, tits are good. I want. I want to go for a ride. Like an an. Uh, see, I can't even. I can't. I'm gonna say an expression, and I can't even say it. Yeah. So it's. I'm gonna sound stupid and just say T. What? But my like an Irish saying like T is, and A. No, like T's up. Yeah, tits up. Yeah, that's not an American saying though. I don't think. I've heard it. It's, it's in my. It's in the wheelhouse of how my my is grandmother it? is part has some Irish heritage well, that's what I was there. Say, so. yeah. well, my buddy's I he's he says that it's there. You go. That's a very Irish thing. To yeah, say. but the business went tits up. I feel like I've heard this throughout my life. Right. Yeah, I've I've heard of that. Um, well, did I already thank you for being on again? Well, you're very welcome twice. Thank. Well, good. Good. Because yeah, no one will notice that we had technical difficulties. But we're back. Um, I've I'm tired, Cody. Oh, are you tired? Do you ever get? I'm tired all the well, time. Well, you're a mom. Yeah, I'm a mom, and I do all the other side gigs I can get my hands on. So, like what? Uh, I'm working at a new music venue that has um has private events there too. But it's also like acoustically uh, sound. So they have closets in the wall, but they're also built to be panels that are oh. um, ac- uh, acoustically adjusted. And uh, so the sound in this room is amazing. And it's a smaller venue. And so they do these private concerts there, like um, uh, concert pianists classical music i Mm. saw an argentine trio there with a clarinet and accordion and a stand-up oh okay so it's a it's like a music hall yeah but concerts privately owned and very small and And then it's fancy and so yesterday windermere had an event a private event there with some uh economic forecasting for the real estate market so you know I got my notepad, taking notes. Little learning. Getting a little culture at the same time. Mm. And getting paid Where for it. Where is it? it? It's Where in Bellevue. It's called The Resonance. Okay. It's awesome. And it's a new thing for me. So I'm doing that. And then I do Uber. <sighs> oh, yeah. The Uber life. It's awesome. How long have you been doing that? I'm creeping up on a year now. So you're... Taking it. How many rides have you had? Uh, let's see. I think I've done. How many hours total, do you do? I don't know. How many hours do I do it? Yeah. It varies like five to eight hours. Sometimes I'll work for three hours in the morning, stop, hang out with my kid and then go to the gym and then drive some more for Uber and then go pick him up. So, so. in three hours, how many rides can you get? <clears throat> That totally varies. If you're doing short rides, you'll get more rides. But if you do longer rides, you're getting more money for that longer ride. So 
And it's really like I don't pick and choose how many um like what customers I pick up. I'm the, very I just whatever comes up, I'll take that ride. And so if it's a short ride, it's a short ride. If it's a long ride, and some of the other drivers, they don't want to drive too far to pick somebody up. They don't want to go on those long rides because they want to stay in Seattle or stay in the yeah. pocket. So, but can you pick if you want to do Uber pools or Uber X's? Do you pick that? I. Well, I can think you pick that, I should say? I think you can, but I just do the Uber Pool and the Uber X, but I don't do the Uber Eats. Oh. So, um, so the regular, a regular Uber driver can also do the Eats. So yeah, he could I mean, have an Eats gig one hour and then regular pickup no, and drop they off. They the run next. Simultaneous, simultaneously. So, right, you, but can you do both though? Yeah, like the app actually knows. Like if you're driving somebody, yeah. it's not going to try to ding you to oh, it knows I you're see. active, right? <laughs> right? And then you stop somewhere and it, the next the next alert could be, "Hey, somebody in your area wants some Uber Eats." And I can choose to accept that and go oh, do that okay. or I can decline it. Because then you have to go to the restaurant first and then go to the place. I don't want to do it. Just, I realize it seems it's, like a pain actually. It's cool for people who that's all they do is just they're in the car all day and that's what they do. And there's definitely it's it's interesting because where the downtime for driving is, is usually where the rates are high and the demand is high for food. Oh, okay. So then like if you feel like it's kind of slow right now, you could do the Uber Eats and you'll be more active. Right. But for me, I just I just try to strategize where I'm going to be and maximize my potential that way. Where do you normally drive? What areas? I drive all over. Honestly, I drive, uh, you know, Bellevue, Seattle for the main, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not out. I've done a ride out to Tacoma. Ugh, that was crazy. To drop someone off. That was super crazy. So I was on Broadway and Uber does this thing where they they give you like there's incentive uh, incentivized bonuses. Right. So say. You have twenty five rides and they'll give you a twenty five dollar bonus if you do twenty five rides by a certain uh, by a certain time. Right. Like, by, like in a day, like in a day okay. or two days. Right. right. And depending on how many rides, it could be 45 rides, but then they give you a $60 bonus, which is pretty fat, right? So you have these markers. So I was up on Capitol Hill. I'd been driving all night. I usually don't drive that late at night, but I was about to hit this bonus. And I was usually when I'm in Capitol Hill, the rides are short. Yeah. You'll just drive here or there in Capitol Hill, like from the club to somebody who lives on the hill or to Ballard, but like in the general area. Right, a few miles. Yeah. And so I, I'm like, I'm going to just do one more ride and hit this bonus, you know, and it dings. I was like, great. Here it comes. This girl, she's I, I get the ride and it's got a guy's name, but I'm looking at this girl with a suitcase inside of Julia's that like kind of draggy yeah. spot. Right. And I, I was looking at her and she looked right at me and I said, I think that's my person. And they weren't coming out. 
and I'm like waiting and I've got my hazards on. They're not coming out and time is just going. So I call the phone number and a guy answers and yeah. he's like, yeah, but that's my employee. I called the Uber for her. Oh, okay. She should be coming out. Yeah. And I was like, it is that girl. And she's looking right at me and she's ignoring me. And I'm like, why? Some people. Was she are, drunk? She's just having a conversation. She's not the one who called the Uber, so she's just. Oh, so she doesn't know who. What she's the license not. Plate she's is or not anything. feeling as responsible for right. it, right? It's like, yeah. And then he's like, "I called her. She should be coming out. I'm so sorry, but I'm really patient, especially when it comes to the Uber driving." And so eventually, she comes out, and I was like, "It is her. Yeah. That's hilarious." And she's got this huge suitcase, and I open the the app to to confirm that she showed up and all of a sudden the address comes up and it says to Tacoma. Yikes. It's my last ride. I'm in Capitol Hill. <laughs> it's 12 o'clock at night and this chick wants to go all the way to Tacoma. And I was like, okay, let's go. And she was super cool. She, I asked her, I was like, oh, were you performing? You have a suitcase. Like I assume you have costumes in there and yeah. stuff. And she was like, yeah, I was. And she's like, I'm just going to edit some music. No problem. So I know I used to go to school, high school in Stadium High School in Tacoma. So mm. I know my way all the way there from Seattle really well. We're on the freeway and the app is trying to make me get off the freeway. Right. And she goes, why is it doing that? Don't do that. And I was thinking to myself, I agree. I don't think we should do this. Yeah. Let's just take the freeway. Then we're taking the freeway, and all of a sudden, there's four lanes closed on the freeway. That is why. Yeah, but we <laughs> didn't know that, right? And so, it's again, it's like it's past midnight now. There and, shouldn't be and traffic. Should be no traffic, but it's already a long ride, and now I'm dealing with four closed yeah, lanes where I was 35. like, just one more little ride, just That's hit my bonus, <laughs> and now I'm like on the epic adventure. <laughs> then I realized at this point it's taking so long. I need to stop and get gas. Yikes. Yeah. So I told her, I was like, look, I think I have enough gas to make it. But I mean, just barely. And I would feel way more confident if we stop sure. and get gas. I said, because the alternative is that we break down. And I've got you in the car while we have we run out of gas. Seems and like a reasonable request. So she's cool with that. We stop and then we try to go all the way out to Tacoma. And then the exit that she wants to get off on is closed. Oh. So I have to go all the way around Tacoma to cut back to downtown Tacoma. And if I hadn't stopped to get the gas, uh, we would have been screwed because the other exit was gone. Oh, so yeah. it was so good that we did that. And then ultimately, that ride was like eighty bucks. Plus, I hit a bonus. But wait, eighty bucks for you? Yeah, that I got paid to go all that way because it was like the rates go up. It's on a Friday weekend night. So how does that work? So when I use Uber, let's say I go, let's say I pay ten bucks for my ride. Right. What's the split? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not paying attention to what you're paying. <laughs> no, because I, they just show me what I get paid. Oh, I and see. And there's a breakdown, but I don't know. And then the rates change depending on, uh, you know. I bet you that guy paid 160 bucks for that ride. 
I don't think so. Because I, uh, I paid for an Uber once for a buddy to go from here to Auburn. No, you're right. Auburn, where he was going, it was not that much further to Tacoma. But I paid like 50, like 50 bucks. I used to pay 50 bucks to get from Magnolia to the airport. Holy mackerel. It was like $40. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And then, but the airport, they also do an extra charge for airport drives. Do they? Yeah. So it's like a, like a service fee and that the state requires it and all this other stuff because that's the way that they could kind of make a deal with the cab drivers because the cab drivers the cab drivers got would get pissed off. Yeah. So anyway, that is nuts. We pay from here where, where we are. Um, we average 25 to 30 bucks for the airport. Yeah. Although and- a friend said that we should just take Uber to to light, light rail. rail yeah oh, but i hate light rail i agree though but it's totally a preference right you but know what, what i hate the most about light rail is that you get off but then you still have to walk a mile it seems that's like. that's what the uber's for no because they drop you off at the end right oh i see what you're saying and then so the, then you have to walk across the whole entire it's there's a bridge yeah then you have to walk across the whole right parking lot right to get to the terminal it's not just dropping you off right in the airport like like you want to it's that's yeah it's like i don't want to do that i would rather pay and have them drop you off right at the gate have right with especially carting your luggage and then once you get in there you still got to go through the rat race of all the the tsa stuff anyway yeah that's insane that's such a and yeah. then now a SeaTac Airport is doing this thing where they only have, and I'm sure it varies throughout the day, but it seems like the last few times I've been to the airport, they closed one, they, one security check is dedicated to pre-TSA. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Pre-TSA? So it's empty all the time because I never get it. And then the other security checkpoint is open to everybody. So one way to get through security for everyone there. So there's always a line that runs across what it seems is like the whole entire length of the airport. And that just drives me insane. I know what you're talking about. They used to have two or three. They did. Yeah. They, they got rid of a middle because there's there isn't a middle one anymore. There used to be one almost in the like by the Alaska. How is that more efficient? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the on the upside, though, is that they're not making you take off your shoes or get, taking or take your stuff out of the bag as much as they used to. Probably five out of the last eight times I've traveled. Is the, I'm sorry. Is the, is the shoe thing a real concern? Well, it was. There was a bomb. Dude put a bomb in his shoe. One time. <laughs> well, I think. I mean, where's the, like, okay, so. I'm kind of okay with that, but mostly because. No, and the liquids, like, are people really, how frequently is, it, this is what I'm saying. Like, is it like one in 15 people has a bomb in their shoe and therefore we should, oh, no you more know, shoes? I. It's ridiculous. It, well, this, here, I'm being a bit, uh, I'll be devil's advocate here. I'm sure that 
tons of stuff happens that no one ever knows about. I agree. But and I want to know what's the shoe ratio on that. Probably not anymore. Or how about specific to clothing garments? Okay. Sure. No, there were multiple. <clears throat> there was the shoe bomber, right? Yeah. He got caught. Then Trying to light his shoe there, on fire. Uh, well, the, he had he had an explosive embedded in his shoe. Yeah. I and then it. there was the underwear bomber, a dude who... This is what I'm saying about... Okay, so now you take shoes off, people. They're just going to find a new thing to hide well, a thing in. that's why you have to get a full body scan now. That's why you're bombarded with radiation when you fly anywhere now. That's why they're doing that. I'm not, I'm I'm okay with all of that. I think. I don't like taking my shoes off. I think see, it I'm, slows shit way down. I see people fumbling with their shoes in the line, right? And then having to having to pack up and bend over and put your shoes on once you're through. I feel like <laughs> such a like dirty sloppy second situation after they go through your luggage yeah. if they decide to go through your luggage i had them go through my <laughs> luggage one time over a stiletto high heel that i had yeah the woman asked me the TSA, tsa agent asked me if there was a knife in the in your bag where would it be i said what kind of question is that she are asked you, you that are you are you trying to trick me it's like the O.J. Simpson book, Joe O.J. Simpson writing that book. If I were to have done it, yeah. But if there, if you, if there was a knife in your bag, where would it be? I was like, "There's no." I told her, "What kind of question is that?" There's no knives in my bag. You should have said, "I would have had Check it, it again." You should have told her, "I would have had it pop out of the bag like a, like a, a jack in the box." And yeah, that stab goes you right in the face. That goes great. That goes over very well. Right? <laughs> they are super appreciative of the sassy, sassy comebacks. <laughs> So, ultimately, it turned out to be I had these ankle high heel boots yeah. that were all cute and spicy with this, like, pointy heel. And it was the heel yeah. of the shoe. There's no knife. It Whoa. was not shaped in the shape of a knife. But the point is, they did tear up my well-packed bag. Right. Leave everything scattered and go, okay, you're done. You're and go. just walk away from you while you're, like... So Picking up see. your garments like you just got, you know. So people can see your unmentionables. Doing the walk of shame at least, after a frat party or something. At least something. nothing was buzzing. That would have been more embarrassing, I think. Ridiculous. <laughs> P.S. Who is that horny that you can't go on a weekend trip without the vibrator? Like, Hey, what if you're on a lover's getaway? Buy one. Why would you buy one if I you have one? I don't think that. I think that you're being a little desperate. I think no. there's lots of other ways you can get the job done without having to bring your own equipment. I say bring it. Yeah, go for it. Titties, they, titties, they titties. They sell one that looks like uh, a little lipstick thing. I don't, I, and it actually, if you turn it, it looks like lipstick coming out. It has like a secret on button. They, I don't yeah, know, they I need just, to. There we go. We need to make a whole line of these toys that look like other things and have secret on buttons so that when TSA does decide to completely rummage through your bag, you're not humiliated. You're not. Yeah. You're like, it's a three month trip. Okay. It's I need my vibrator. It's like, 
You know what, though? Here's what I say. No, 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 no. I want to complete that. If you're if you are traveling with a vibrator, I say, fuck TSA. Put that shit right on top and embarrass Embarrass them. them. Yes. Yes. Make them touch it. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Make them touch it. Like, no, I think you missed it. And you know what? Put. I think that's the best way to smuggle anything. It's like there's actually a kilo cocaine under there, but here, there's my <laughs> there's my assortment of dildos. And like put a give it a nice layer of a KY. That's what I mean. Like it, leave it a little dirty. <laughs> what are those anal beads? Yes, those are mine and they're fresh. You should see what I have up my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great idea. I got a squeak toy and a squirrel up there. <laughs> Dig deep. That's what the cocaine's for. <laughs> you know what? That is a great idea. We can <clears throat> make I don't, things. I that don't look... agree with that. It's not a great idea. Don't do it. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, think about it. Make things that look like other things, but that have two nefarious. Well, okay, one nefarious use and one uh, personal use for it. So not only does it vibrate, but not there's a secret Not only is it an eye cream. <laughs> you, it's also it's also anal lube. It is. I think I think we've got something here. Or yes, yes, it'll shrink your pores. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about you and Uber. Oh but yeah. Let's let's That's take a, how that goes. Let's take a quick break and then I want to. I mean, do you have any cool Uber stories? I do. Cool. I don't know if it's cool, uh, but it was. Entertaining. Need well, I'll ask more questions when we come back after a word from our sponsor. When I needed updated content for my small business website, I was worried because I didn't have a very large marketing budget. But then I found Carlos at CZ Media. He gave me a budget-friendly quote and delivered the high-quality content I was looking for. I would recommend you check him out. All of his information is in the show notes. And we're back. So being an Uber driver, I wanted to drive for Uber, but my car is too old. Your car needs to be like three or four years. No, they changed it to 2008 now. Did they? Yeah. Okay. It's rad. I think about that like. There's a guy that I was working with at the shop and he's a photographer. He's like he's like a young kid who's started taking pictures kind of as a hobby, trying to see what he can do with it, right? Yeah. And was getting a little frustrated at his job and I said, "Try it." Because the thing with the Uber is you're out and about. So if you don't have somebody in the car, you could be taking photos until sure. somebody digs. Multitask. You. Yeah. And and the Uber rides take you to really interesting and beautiful places. So you're just privy to so much inspiration for things like that. Yeah. And he's doing a lot of landscape and architectural stuff right. anyway. So, I mean, you're driving around the city, you see something, just hop out. And it's tax deductible. You know what I'm saying? It's really cool. It's super free. You meet When did people. they do that? When did they switch it to 2008? I think it was within the last couple of years because I tried to do it before yeah. and it was 2010. And then like a year later, it switched. Right. Because I've taken Ubers and I'm like, there is no way this car is 
Well, that's what I thought, that it had to be three years. Yeah. At the max three years old. It's and 2019. I've, I've taken, that's that's like 2016 car is like, I don't know. My car is 2008. I've had my car for 10 years. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to drive it until it completely falls apart. Yeah. No car pay. You know, it's so nice not having a car payment. Yes, it is. I agree. I haven't had a car payment in a super, Me super long too. time. Me too. And I've I've paid off three cars along the way. And uh, it's such that the day you make the last payment, you're just, you feel so, you've been paying so much money yeah. every month. You were like, oh, shit, well, it's but like I the, got a raise. Here's the, no, you're absolutely. But here's the flip side to that. Is that you get so like you you spend that money on other things that you don't even notice. Like if, when I first did it, I thought, okay, I'm gonna still take however how much I paid per month and save it. Yeah. Did that happen? No. <laughs> no, I just the was next like, month is like, hey, I don't have any money. <laughs> exactly. It's like I'm gonna get two pairs of shoes a month now because I don't have a car payment. Exactly. So okay, no, with I, less I'll, guilt. Yeah, exactly. I did. Uh, I was still doing it before. I just felt really shitty about right. it every but time. But now it's like, no, I don't feel so bad. Yeah. No, it's no, I deserve it now. It's the same money. It's the same budget. It's it's all relative. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Exactly. Exactly. No, I should I should look into it because I think that I would want to, I would want to give it a go, and then maybe I can put a camera in the car, and then do. Did you ever watch the HBO show? Yes, Taxi Cab Confessions. Taxi Cab Confessions. Yeah, like I could do something like that. Do they are there rules of recording your? Yeah, you have to have a disclaimer in the car, and then if you're gonna use it, like you want to use it, they have to sign a release. They have to sign a release. Yeah, or I can just blur their faces. Yeah. Oh, so let me tell you. So this was super crazy. And like, have you ever taken an Uber pool where you pick up multiple people and you yeah. guys are basically <clears throat> sharing the car yeah. together? Okay. I hate those. I do too. It's so funny for driving for Uber. It's like I do it and I make good money doing it, but it's very awkward and it's not the same as just driving one person. Sure. And so, uh, but I do it. It's fine. But I prefer to do the other. But the thing is with the Uber pool, sometimes it makes the pickup point. It'll go up to half a mile away, which sure. is far to pick somebody up. It's like you kind of meet in the middle. Like, yeah. OK, we'll pick you up, but you have to go to this location and then we'll pick you up. And right. that's the compromise for you getting a cheaper Uber you ride. You save a whopping 75 cents. Oh, well. No, I think I think it's, it's really weird. Like it's, it used to be when the when the when the well, obviously prices go up in general, prices go up. But the it used to be where you would save about half. Oh, it's way cheaper for them. It's way cheaper for them, especially if somebody ends up getting in the car and doing the ride with them. Right. Yeah. So but now I don't think that you save that much now. So let's say that if you chose your own Uber, it's like 10 bucks. If you chose an Uber pool, pool it's like four. eight bucks. No, it's way cheaper. Is it? It's way cheaper. So, okay. um, 
But it's awkward and, excuse me, you're at the mercy of it being the never ending ride. Per, yeah. So because they'll just keep picking people <laughs> up. Keep, it's taking me like 45 minutes to get to Capitol Hill. Exactly. From exactly. <laughs> so that's it's it, that's where it's on you. Like, is it worth the extra six bucks? It? Right. To spend another 45 minutes. Yeah. And and so anyway. So but this chick calls me. She calls me because they can call me through the app, you yeah. know, and she's. Almost whispering to me. She's like, Is this at night or in the no? Day? It's in the middle of the day. Okay. And I'm in Kirkland, downtown Kirkland. Yeah. Right by the lake. And she's like, Hey, sweetheart. Yeah. So I don't know where you are, but the app says you're here. And my guy is absolutely not going to walk. I need you to come to us and pick us up. Yikes. And I said, She's like, And we're going to the airport. And I said, Okay. I was, I was like, you know, it's a little unorthodox. She called it Uber Pool. I was, and I thought to myself, what is she doing calling it Uber Pool if she's got to go to the airport? Yeah, like you just gotta save that. Shifted your variables on your on your arrival time, right? Quite a bit, especially from Kirkland all the way to the airport because that's a lot of space to fill. That you know, a lot of a lot people of people going that way could end up and interrupting your your direct ride, right? Yeah. So anyway. I said, okay, I can do that, but the app only shows me the address to pick you up at, so I don't know where you are right, right now. I need you to send me your address. And she's like, okay, sweetheart, I'll do that. And I was- Was she drunk? So here's the thing. I couldn't tell if she had an accent. Yeah. And because she was kind of whispering and it was muffled. And I, she eventually, she couldn't get the address. Then she finally gets the address. I put it in. It was far. I, if I, and I was thinking for on their behalf, I was like, dude, if I had luggage and I'm trying to wheel it down an actual like city block, this is it was more it was a half a mile away. I'm like, that's a long ways on foot with luggage to be getting your car. Yeah. <clears throat> so then I go in to the house. These this person's house was sitting on the water on the lake. I could, their garage, they had a three-car garage. Garage was open, immaculately meticulous with these vintage 50s hot rod cars in the garage. The front door is all the way open, and you can see they have floor-to-ceiling windows of these vaulted ceilings looking out at the water. He's got his own private deck off the house with a boat sitting right there. And I was like, oh, shit, this is how the other half lives. Except that they're... <clears throat> no, and I see this super petite blonde chick dressed with these really cute jeans and this really cool, like light, dusty, uh, blue leather jacket. Yeah. And I could just see her blonde hair, and she was so tiny. I thought maybe she was Asian. She was so petite. And then she looks up and she's like haggard. Haggard. <laughs> she her clothes were so expensive. The house is so gorgeous, and this chick is a hot mess. <laughs> and then I looked at her, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I just was, like, kind of also surprised that, like, they've got the front door open. I can see everything in their house from yeah. this vantage point. And I'm just watching, and she goes to grab her bag, 
and she throws it over her shoulder and she starts stumbling. One, two, three to the left. One, two, three to the right. And I said, oh, my God, she's wasted. Oh, this is awesome. Then she throws her bag over her shoulder and she can't catch up to the weight of her bag. And she walks head first into the front door, like bashes her head on the front door. I was like, oh, my God. And she stumbles back. So I'm kind of shocked. I just watched this girl walk into the corner of the door. Right, almost concussed herself. <clears throat> Seriously. And then in the background, here comes the dude wearing a black like uh, concert t-shirt, no pants. <clears throat> Underpants? The t-shirt was just long enough that I couldn't tell. But he's walking by the open front door. He doesn't even look up. He's he's just like <laughs> So I'm thinking, oh, he's probably wasted, too. But they're about to get on a flight. I give everybody a benefit of the doubt. So she doesn't turn around and say, hey, put pants on? No, no. It's like she's so wasted. She was so wasted. So she was stumbling first. Wait, what time was this? It's like midday, like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Holy cow. Okay. And so she, like, gets into the car. I open the trunk for her. She's like, sweetheart, thanks so much. Thank you. She gets in the car. I'm like, oh, shit, this chick is wasted. But I think she looked like she was on pills. And uh, and she's like, okay, here's the deal. He's probably going to get in the car. He's going to probably say some really mean stuff to me. And I'm just like, oh, shit, what am oh. I getting myself into? She's like, but it's okay because he's like literally going to save my life. And I was like, okay. And then she scoots over and she passes out with her head on the back of my driver's seat <laughs> and her hair like flips over on my shoulder. And I was thinking like, oh, shit, I hope she doesn't throw up on me. Oh, my God. And she's like, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you so much. So she so, did not look back to see him at all. No. She and was then meanwhile, so here comes which she barely managed. Right. And she's wearing like spicy high heeled boots, super tight jeans, little half crappie shirt little short leather jacket and um then here comes the guy he's all very serious but very matter of fact throws the luggage in the back of the trunk did he put pants on he put pants on oh okay then he comes out and he gets were they leather pants no he was just wearing jeans was he did he look important did he look like a rock star no No, he didn't. He looked like, and that was what was crazy, because she looked like she could have been 26 till you saw her face. But then she looked like, damn, like this girl's been burning the candle at both ends. She yeah, could be 46. She could be early 50s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then with the bleach blonde hair with the roots, that she totally looked like she was still in a poison video, like or Motley Crue. Still. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty years ago yeah. I'm still in this video. Yeah, and I am still wearing the same outfit and it looks just as good right now. Right. Cocaine does the body good. <laughs> Titties. So so then so then he gets in, we're on our way. This guy is getting so aggressive with me about the direction I'm taking. What, what, Why are you going this way? Was he drunk? No, and that's the thing that was so weird. She was so on her face, wasted, and right. he was straight as an arrow. Okay. And he was like... So he was mega sober. He was and sober, she, sober. Yeah, and she's like kind of leaning all over the place, and he's saying to her, like... He starts saying really weird stuff, like, Oh, are you okay? 
do you have like a medical condition that I don't know about? And oh. I was thinking to myself, like, why is this guy lying? He, she's obviously wasted. It's yeah. like obvious. I'm like, what do you mean medical condition? He's like, he's like, you're kind of acting like you're drunk or something right now, but I didn't see you drink anything. Do you have, should I call your doctor? Like, I'm now I'm starting to think, did you drug her, dude? Are you saying this on for my yeah, behalf? But that also seems like something like, did they just, do you think they just met? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Or like they don't really know each other. Right. That well. Yeah. And so it just it continues to get more and more bizarre, though. So I'm trying to drive to the airport and I'm following the GPS. It tells me where to go. Yeah. And like I told you, sometimes I think, why is the GPS making me do this? Because there's an accident that I don't know about that's right. far away and it knows it. So I, I told the guy. He's like, I've lived here this many years. I've never gone this way to get to the freeway. I don't know why you're doing this. I said, look, dude, I got to tell you, I understand what you're saying, but I usually just defer if you want to tell me where to go, blah, blah, blah. No, it's fine. Whatever. He's super grumpy, super matter of fact. Yeah. Then he gets a phone call and most people don't talk on the phone in the Uber unless they like beforehand tell me, hey, I got to take this yeah. call. Do you, you mind? Know- I was having this conversation with someone a few weeks ago where they called me, but I was in an Uber and I didn't answer. And then I just texted him. I'm like, I'm in an Uber. I'll talk to you in a bit. Yeah. And then he's like, what? You don't talk when you're in an Uber? It's like, no, that's rude. That's it's, like talking in a restaurant. It can be. But if there's the disclaimer, then I'm totally cool with it. You know, yeah. but I will say for social correctness, most people tell me, hey, do you mind? I got to do this. Right. And I am I tell them, no, it's totally fine. This is your money. It's your ride. Go for it. But what I've never had somebody do that he did that was so bizarre that made me feel like, what kind of situation am I getting into? He starts yelling at her, and, but like quietly saying, you better not ruin this trip. You better not ruin this but trip. on the phone? No, no. To this girl, right? Oh, okay. And then... He's like, are you going to be able to handle handle this? He's like, you better not ruin this. I'm serious. And I'm thinking, what is going on right now? Then he gets a phone call. Okay. Is he, she saying anything back? No. She's like just She's trying just to hold it awake. together. Yeah. And uh, he's like, are you going to be on your best behavior? Holy and then moly. he like, then he's kind of like takes me into consideration yeah. and says like, you're going to be a good girl. Oh. And I'm just like, that's his softer version of that. And I'm just, I'm just kind of like taking it in. And then he starts to say, no, then he gets a phone call. This dude puts his phone call on speaker. Okay. Yeah. That's in annoying. the car. Why am I, why are you making me a third party to this? I don't understand why, like, put the phone call and speaker in the car was super bizarre yeah and now he's like talking smack about her he's like oh he's talking to his friend they're all talking bro talk yeah and they're like did they say hey dude did you he's like so who are you going with he's like oh i'm going with so and so he's like he's like yeah but i don't know you know she's kind of he's like i don't know if she's gonna be able to make it and he's like, oh, just give her a B12 shot in the ass. She'll be fine. Ooh. So obviously this third party guy also knows what's going on. Yeah. That he's even saying that. How much do you want to ask what's going on? Like how much are no, you? No, I don't want to get involved at all. Oh, but see, I'm I think all... I would have. 
I think I would have, I would think I would have said something like, "So, where are you guys going?" I did. Like, no, uh, for sure. I what, kept trying to what, like. Is it business? I kind of try to keep it breezy yeah. with them and keep it neutral, right? Yeah. So I'm telling him, I'm like, "Oh yeah." Uh, so what do you do? You know, I was like, you have a gorgeous house. Are those your hot rods? And he's like, yeah. And then I said, yeah, I had a 79 Trans Am. I love muscle cars. And he's like, yeah, I had just moved to Kirkland. He's like, oh, I've lived here for so long. I'm a developer. Uh, and I do demolition on buildings. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Did okay. you ever find anything in the walls? Like, doing demolition? Like, have you found any weird things in the walls? Like bodies? <laughs> Strange things. Because I listened to um, my favorite, or, uh, yeah, my favorite murder, yeah. the podcast. And that's one of the things that they do on the hometowns. They're like, tell us things that you found in walls. And people find razor blades. And they find all their all kinds of weird stuff, right? I've only found porn. That's, that's, but it's not something you expect to find in the wall. No. Yeah. I kept it. Yeah. I was a kid. Oh, my lucky day my, for you then that when you were a kid porn, porn was hard to get a hold of it was yeah so that's a that's a good find on it for a young teenage boy you know which is so funny the uh all of the porn magazines that i had as a kid i found like literally under i used to deliver papers mm -hmm. via, uh, deliver newspapers i i found multiple playboys and penthouses and Club International. Think about that for a second. How funny is that? Because the reason you're finding them is because dudes are hiding them from their wives or girlfriends. Like they were forced to hide that stuff in some like very. <laughs> Thinking back, concocted... I would just go and get them. Yeah. Like, that's. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. And they're well, my like. Cousin, uh, my cousin had moved into a house and <clears throat> the uh, heating vent had come off. And when we put it back on, we looked, and there was a magazine in there. Oh, shit. That's a deep hiding spot, too, right? Dangerous, too, probably. Right. Catch you probably on fire. don't want there. Yeah. I think, uh, I think his dad well, How embarrassing it. if you caught the family house on fire because you hid porn in the heater vent. <laughs> oh, the shame. The infinite shame for the rest of your life. Oh, my. How could you ever live with yourself? And that story like, ends really with, and then he hung himself. Indeed. Oh, my gosh. Indeed. Okay, so this dude does develop. So what did he say? Did, had he found anything? Because insurance won't cover that. If, there's a, if it was proven that it was something that you did, that you opened a heater vent and put something in there, your uh -huh. insurance won't cover that. Because that's you, That's your fault. Yep. Oh, you would have to live with that forever. <laughs> I'm homeless. Don't hide shit in the heater vents, people. You're, you're in a homeless camp. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> I put yeah. porn. Uh, I put porn in the heater vent. The heater vent. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. So don't do it. I don't. I can honestly say. I had a friend hide money in a light fixture up in the light, and he his house had gotten broken into. Yeah. And they robbed him blind. They he thinks they were watching him. They followed him leaving the house. So they knew where he was and how long they were going to be gone. When he came back, his house had been ransacked. They took their time. And then he had told me, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I hid. I'd hidden money. They didn't find the money I hid in the light. 
And then when he was cleaning up the mess yeah. for the robbery, he had turned on the light and burnt through all the money he had hidden. He was like, <laughs> what's that smell? And he was like, oh, my God. So that was normally a light fixture they didn't use? Yeah. Don't turn that light on. That's the money light. That's weird. He lived alone. Nobody ever really went there. You know, they have those uh, pr- those secret banks that look like other things. Yeah. Like a like, like a Pepsi can. Yeah. That we can incorporate that into that first idea. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So it hides your money need- and you can fuck yourself with it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to turn on uh, the titties. explicit ahead of the curve language button. For sure. You said I could come on this show. You gotta <laughs> that every time that should come with a warning. I'm, Indeed. I'm well, a- no, I'm so so. They, what did this so? What did did this dude have any good stories so for you? Did he guy, warm up? Did he warm up to you at all? He did too much. He started dropping all these racial slurs and bombs. He said that they demolished a building in Chinatown. Yeah. I could not believe this guy. He was such the <clears throat> the cliche entitled rich white dude. That he felt so confident saying this stuff to me was right. crazy. Most people don't know if I'm half Asian, half Mexican, like what they think I'm mixed with something, but yeah. they're not quite sure. Right. So, I mean, I could be anybody's you could be in, yeah. daughter sitting there, you know? And so he's saying, yeah, we were in Chinatown and we demolished this building. And you know those ching chongs, they can't stop gambling. And we found a bunch of money, Chinese money, in the walls. I was like, oh, shit, this dude just said ching chongs. Is that bad, though? Yeah. It's not the real one. Hey, no, try it out. You try it out. You tell me if you think it's bad. I'm going to defer on the side of don't do that and don't say that. Okay, so I think I, it's frowned upon when I went, at the very when I, least. When I run for president, someone is going to come back and listen to this one. And I want the vote of the Ching Chongs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Doesn't really roll off the tongue tongue well. <laughs> I say, don't say that. It sounds it's not offensive. It's easy. It's you know what? Yeah, uh, just when in doubt, steer clear of uh, nicknames nick- <laughs> for for races. I'll Probably say that. Probably some that could be derived as Oh, I'm sorry. Did you make that up? I would, I would maybe less. No. Just, you know. Don't do it, bro. But this better. is, he was so confident. There right. was not a stagger. He was not apologetic. How old do you think this guy was? Uh, I want to say he was at least mid-60s. You know? Was he bald? Nope. White hair? Yeah. Beard. Very, this is what I mean. He was running his show. He was super entitled. He was talking smack to me the whole time. Like, definitely superiority, making sure I was in my place kind of situation. But he, were you, okay, but let me go back. Did he pick an Uber pool? No, so that's the thing. She called the Uber. Oh, I see. And we ended up never picking anybody up. And even if it had alerted me to pick people up, I wouldn't have done it because I didn't want to deal with the guy. You didn't want to be subject. I didn't want to deal with him. You don't want to. I just wanted to get him out of there so bad. Afterwards, it was so funny. The girl was like, 
Thanks, honey. You did a great job. I said you said you're gonna be in real estate. I'm a real estate broker. You're gonna do great. That's I was it. like, did she give oh, you her card? That's awesome. She's being inspiring right now. You know, the most inspiring thing she did was not throw up on me. When you win an award for realty, <laughs> you're gonna tell the story as your my comeback story. <laughs> As your, as your acceptance speech, it's like one day this. I met her. Xanaxed woman out of her head. Xanaxed. <laughs> she found her Zen. But here's the thing. I I also know that some people have a fear of flying. So yeah. I was like, maybe she just like, oh, that's too much true. Valium, too much Xanax for the flight, and just like she's so petite that she like overdid it. Yeah. What was weird to me is that the guy she didn't smell like alcohol at all. I yeah. don't think so she was drunk. A pill. Yeah, and I was thinking, he, she probably didn't say anything to him. Maybe. And then he, she just went from zero to 100 on him, you know, and he was like. So did you get any, well, did you get any he details about even, their trip? You know what's funny? Yeah, they were going to like Arizona, Scottsdale, I think. Ugh, for some, yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. And Supposedly it sounded Scottsdale like he just, is where all the douchebags live. He just was like picking up this little biscuit for the weekend. You know, Probably a hooker, maybe. Oh, she definitely looked like she had some. I mean, you know, although would you really if you were going to do that, would you get a hooker here and then fly her there or just get a hooker I down mean, there? Hooker, call girl. Well, right. But like, why would you pay airfare for a hooker? Because some people don't want to deal with having, they want to get laid, they want to go, they don't, they want a little arm candy, but they don't want to have to be responsible for it later. Or find it in the city where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they have a go-to, you know, it sounded like the dude on the phone knew who she was. Yeah. He said her name and he was like, oh yeah, just give her a B12 shot in the ass, she'll be fine. I've never had a B12 shot. I have. It's kind of amazing. Is it? Yeah. For how long? For a while. Like, if you feel like you're on the precipice of a cold and you get a B12 shot, it'll yeah. knock that shit out. You can taste it. They sh- give you a shot in the butt. Yeah. And you can instantly taste it in your mouth. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I'm sure there's a joke in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in your butt. Sense it in your mouth. <laughs> I feel like never, there's certain uh, order. Wouldn't it be funny if he took out a syringe and then just shot her up in the back of your car? Would you have been? Oh, fuck. Would you have like had to have reported it? Or? I would have told him, "Don't do that here, bro." I'll be do it at the. <laughs> no, and that was the thing that with the way he was asking, like, "Do you have a medical condition? Yeah, should I call your doctor?" It seemed so fake. I was like, "You're so feigning." Concern right now. Well, yeah. And you're not concerned. He was just trying to cover his tracks right. for you. Which has made me feel like, did you drug her, dude? This is getting all kind of weird. And when she left, she was such a mess. I was thinking, like, they're not going to let her on the flight. Not if she's like that, no. No. Like couldn't. that one guy. Do you know that story? She was, like, nodding <laughs> out. I've seen people not be able to get on the flight before. Yeah. the uh, Some guy years ago wrote a book that Oprah uh, publicized a lot. And this guy wrote a book about how just total drug addict, alcoholic 
spiraling downhill. But in this book, he talks about where he, I'm not sure if this was like the, the, his rock bottom, but he says that he doesn't know how he got to the airport, but that he remembers landing, being like having blood on his face. And then it just came out that that would have never have happened. They would have never let him on a flight if he was so zonked out of his head or if he had blood on him or anything like that. And it turned out that this whole book was a complete lie. Like everything about this book. Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? This is like this was a long time ago. But yeah, they don't let you. They're uh, pretty careful who they let on planes. Got kicked off the flight before they were like on their way to Hawaii on their honeymoon and they got she got kicked off. Before they even took off, they were like, nope, you got to go. You're too hammered. Now, was this on the way to or coming back? To. They were going to their Hawaii honeymoon. Hawaii for their honeymoon. Holy And cow. she got belligerent and wasted. And they kept, they said they were like trying to give her a shot. Like, yo, if you just chill out, it'll be fine. But, uh. I heard a comedian say one time, he was like, do you know how wasted you have to be to not be allowed to sit? Yeah. <laughs> to not be allowed to sit. Yeah. You're not going to go did anywhere. That, did that marriage last? Uh, yeah. Has it? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they were a good couple. They were a couple of hippie party butts. Her name was Heaven. Her mom named her Heaven. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. That was crazy. Was she a dancer? She was, and so was her mom, and they used to strip at the same club at the same time. How fucking weird is that? Hey. Holy. Yeah. Hey. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. You know what they say. But, I mean, uh, apples and trees. <laughs> the, f- the moms and daughters that strip together. Stay together. Stay together. Well, I don't know. Is that it? Is that a saying? It is now. Don't say Ching Chong. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. I don't. I never have. But I mean, I just. This is what I'm saying. You can't make up nicknames for races. Like, I'm going to start calling you guys this now. It's already wrong. You're not supposed to do that. I don't know where I fall completely on that. Some of them are funny. It's, yeah, but it's not, it's, I always do. Or is it just that white people can't say it? A lot of times white people can't say it. But at the same time, I just think also, I always try to defer to to the, would you say it to somebody's face? Right. I said to my friend, my friend was, he's so funny. He's like got really dry humor and he's actually not. Somebody you would think of as a funny person. So sure. when he says something funny, it's that much better. Yeah. And I, we were just sitting at a table and he came in late to dinner and he sat down and I was like, oh, what's up, dude? You look kind of tired. He's like, I'm not tired. I'm Asian. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, I, and then I was like, am I allowed to laugh at that? That's hilarious. <laughs> he always looked tired. Oh, okay. oh, they always shit. look like they're about to doze off. Oh, damn, dude. I was like, <laughs> did I just walk into that? Are you really not tired? Did I just assume that? That's so funny. Am I the asshole here? I think. That is so funny. It was so funny. And that's the thing. I it's think like, we should all am just... I even allowed to laugh? 
think we like, all should just probably relax a little bit. I think so too. It, it's it all about intent. It's about intent. Like, are you True. trying to tear somebody down? Are you trying to be like really hurtful and disrespectful right now? Yeah. I mean, obviously he is. He took extra effort to not call them Asian or Chinese. He was in Chinatown. Yeah. He, he just took it that extra notch further. But I will say this. I love shock appeal, kind of shock humor. So the fact that this guy is even saying this stuff, I was having the time of my life. When I saw that girl <laughs> hit herself in the head, I was like, oh, this is going to be the best wait, ride wait, ever. What was, what was this lady again? She was the whisper. Right, but what, was she white? She was the whitest. Oh, okay. She had a great tan. Okay. Okay. It would have been funny if she was like some Asian. I thought she was going to be Asian. I'm not kidding. The way she was dressed yeah. and her petite little frame. And she was so skinny. And honestly, you you don't see women that age wearing like a half shirt that you can't kind of tell. Sure. And like she literally, if she had lifted her head and she was a 23-year-old Asian, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been surprised. But no, you got a 40. Worked out a real estate agent who's on her last uh <laughs> thread of hope that she's dealing with well i hope senior woe pants over there i hope that they had a great time everything he said was coming out of my mouth i was like whoa whoa okay just gonna roll with that one yep my favorite is trying to navigate like a neutral talking space after every time he was dropping these bombs on me i was like oh yeah weird so you found money huh (laughs) just skirt past that Crazy racist remark you just made. Wow. Like not exactly not knowing what to say. You don't like you can't I don't want to encourage like you it. You can't agree on Oh the, on, no. You, you have to agree on the most on the most innocent part of what they yeah, said. Yeah, absolutely. Just focus on that. <clears throat> That's you know what? If I, I'm gonna start looking into if I should do that, because lots of times I'm up at midnight and I'm not remotely tired. And then I don't go to sleep till three. And I'm like, you know what? I could have been doing something productive for three hours. Yeah. And driving people drive. But I, I don't want people throwing up in my car. They won't, though. That's what I'm saying. I think there's this like. Uh, I was afraid to drive for Uber at first. I didn't yeah. know do what you to have, expect. Do you have uh, mace in your car? Uh, I have things. I don't like mace. I have a knife. And I ha- wear brass knuckles when I drive. Oh. So. Or pepper I, spray. I, I No, pepper spray is mace. Here's the thing. You're in a car, an enclosed car with mace oh, in it. It's getting true. you too. It's not a smart decision. Well, you get out. Knives are quiet. You're, you say you get out. Shit is hitting the fan if the mace is going. You don't know that you're going to get out. That's true. You know? But I'll tell you this. Truthfully, you know, I've worked... At bars and clubs, and I used to dance at the clubs all the time in Pioneer Square till like four in the morning, you know, and be leaving like grimy ass, you know. Do you remember the catwalk? No, that was some some grimy parts of uh, of Pioneer Square club scene. Yeah, it was right down there by Super Highway, Last Supper Club, all that stuff. Anyway. So I was leaving out of there and I saw these two girls walk out in front of me and I was like, I'm going to kind of hang back, but kind of leave at the same time as them so that I'm not like fully bye bye myself. Right. 
And then we're walking down the road and right out of a doorway, this guy, this super tall black dude comes out and goes, hey, girls, give me a cigarette. And I was like <laughs> looking and they grabbed each other and they screamed and ran. <laughs> grabbed each other. <laughs> yeah, they did. They like hugged each other and then like ran away. They're like, ah, and ran. And I was now by myself. And the guy turns and looks at me and I was like, this guy is on crack for sure. Yeah. He's got that lit up in his eyes. Right. And I just saw him try to grab these girls. He's not like, hey, can I get a cigarette? Like, even if he's high on drugs, he's not like, oh, let me get. He's being aggressive. Yeah. Then he goes and he he looked and I've been at the club dancing, so I've got my tennis shoes on and I'm feeling, you know, sporty. Sporty. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he says, he's like, hey, girl, come here. Give me a cigarette. And he goes to try to grab me. And I ran. I was like, sorry, man. I don't smoke. And I just ran to my car and jumped in. I was like, I'm out of here. And I am not embarrassed to run did you right make now. That, did you make that noise? Like you jumped up and your feet were, yeah, yeah. were just flopping in the air. Yeah, totally. A little Flintstone, little Flintstone run. That's so funny. So, but my point is, is that, you know, I worked for bars. I used to get off late at the bar. It's at nighttime, da, da, da. And uh, I worked at Clutch. It's a weed shop. Lots of money, lots of things going on there, all these things. And so what I realized is you have the same vulnerability. Right. Just walk into the parking lot, walk into the car. Anywhere. The thing about Uber is they've got your name. There's like a crazy trail of information right. leading you to me. I'm not saying it can't happen, but the likelihood of it happening is such a dumb yeah. crime that most people who have the money and the finances to, to call are not like on a rampage. They're not. Yeah. And just as much as somebody could be on a rampage and land in my car, the same thing could happen to me working at a bank. Right. Or something else. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, your level of exposure is is but the most, same, but most people just want to get where they they're going. They yeah. have an agenda. They're not calling the Uber to fuck with the Uber person. They are calling the Uber. I'm more likely to take somebody to go do a crime than somebody to do a crime on right. me. Right. You know, when you hear about Uber, when you hear about any of these uh, ride sharing services in the news, it's usually. The driver a, that goes crazy, honestly. The, yeah, it was like the driver being offended at something that the passenger said and tells them to get off. Or passengers are just drunk and belligerent. Yeah. And but not necessarily not really violent, but just really, really mean. Or stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've had But some they're not like you're not gonna I haven't assault somebody. Yeah, I don't recall at least hearing any of those stories. No, but I did talk to this kid who went to a, a music festival in in Florida, and he told me his they had gone to after hours and all this stuff, and then ultimately his friend ended up puking in the Uber, and I was like, "Damn, dude!" Is there like a is there a puking Uber fee? Pay, Uber pays for it. Yeah, yes, there is. And you report it, and Uber will also pay to have your car professionally cleaned. But the puker yes, gets yeah, charged. Yeah. How much is it? Do you know? I don't know. I don't want to have to find out. That would that would just suck. Yeah, but I don't drive at those hours. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I like to drive. I would prefer like what you were talking about. I would almost feel better about like 
waking up at three in the morning after the bar rush and working the early morning yeah. hours. Those would probably get some airports right there. All of it. Yeah. All of that's a lot of airport yeah. rides. But I'm an early riser. And in summer in Seattle, when it starts getting sunny at 530 a.m., yeah. I love it. The streets are so quiet. You get these bright, sunny mornings. You hit the commuter traffic. And all of those people, again, you're trying to go to the airport. You're not trying to go do some murder and then go to the airport. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and you have to pick somebody up and they have to identify themselves. Even if you call an Uber for a friend of yours and your friend does something crazy, they're still going to come to you. And then you're, you're going to be hook. like, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that was my crazy friend, I guess. Right. That so, just seems like so much of a hassle. Just behave. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like the the amount of effort that would take and what it would do to your life, it's not like a crime of passion like that. You know what I mean? Overall, just behave. You be nice, people. Just be nice. Yeah, and don't make up nicknames for races. You know what? Let's <laughs> let's end with these those words of wisdom. Yeah. Unless you are, well, there, I'm putting caveats to this. Yeah. <laughs> There's exceptions. You can be There's, an asshole if you want to be an asshole. You can. You can. But let's just say if you are within 50 feet of someone you do not know, if you're in a car with someone you don't know, let's just like lay off of the uh, the the stereotype and uh, racial hey, racial nicknames. Be racial on your names. best behavior. You know, it's a social... It's a social experiment, right? Yeah. Like it pretty much is like, how do you behave? Yeah, let's like, have don't some answer manners. your phone. I say don't answer your phone. You can answer your phone, but at the same time, let's not do speaker phone. Let's don't do not, speaker phone. Let's yeah. not start. No one wants to hear. Oh, I picked up this is so funny. I picked up this couple, and this girl had made another girl cry at a party and got asked to leave. And I was giving them the car ride home after this just happened. And she kept trying to explain to her her new boyfriend why it was okay why that she-, she did what she did. And he kept trying to talk her off the ledge. And then ultimately it just turned into her trying to get him to hate the other girl too. Oh, It was so awkward. Girls are vicious. It was. And it was so fu- She was like... I don't know why they said I was mean. And I was like thinking in the front, maybe because you're mean. Maybe because, yeah. Maybe yeah, maybe you were mean. mean. Well, I'm I'm eager to hear more of your stories. Yeah. I, I, like I'm, I'm, I want to, I want a, let's do this. Let's have you. Let's do this. Let's have you, hopefully something completely bonkers happens to you. Safe but bonkers. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm intimidated. No, I don't want I don't want bonkers. I like chill. I like laughing with people. But uh, uh, something or or what if what if the show sponsors a camera for you to put in your car? Yeah, that's dope. And also, I'll tell you this: I see some crazy stuff. I saw a kid run himself into oncoming traffic and run himself into a car. I was at a... He was driving? He was on foot. Oh. And he was running from behind. I could see him in the rearview mirror. And then... So he was in the lane. No, no. He's on the sidewalk. Okay. So he's running from the side. And if you want to edit this to make... put Feed that in somewhere later so it makes more sense. But either way, 
he's I can see him running from behind and he's wearing like plain regular clothes like khakis and a button up which is not jogging clothes no and he was at a full run so I'm looking at this guy in my rear view mirror and I'm stopped at a red light but traffic is flowing the opposite way and I'm watching this guy run and I'm thinking did this guy steal something I don't see anybody chasing him you know, like maybe he's shoplifted. I was right in front of Nordstrom. So yeah. I was like, maybe he's running because he's got security after him. Right. And I was like, maybe he's he's dressed so normal. I was like, maybe he's trying to catch his bus mm-hmm. and he's not slowing down. And I'm walk- now he's getting closer and I'm the first one at the red light. And I'm like, he's not slowing down. I was like, he's and then it, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, shit. Th- I think he's going to boom, runs into traffic. <laughs> he. The car hits his hip and he like dukes a hazards over the hood of the car, oh. pops back up to his feet, looks at the driver and kept running. The chick driving the car is like grabbing her chest. She just thinks she hit a pedestrian. He was probably on meth. He ran himself into the oncoming <laughs> traffic. And then so I kept, I watched him because he kept running. He wasn't trying to stop like, oh, you just hit me or oh, I got hurt. Yeah. He runs. Then he runs halfway down the block and just stops. And I was like, what the hell was that? I just saw this dude run himself into oncoming traffic. I'll say that was dr- drug-fueled. I don't He'll feel it the next day. I don't know. I think for sure the adrenaline hit him, but I, I don't know if it was drug-fueled. <laughs> he didn't have that look on his face, you know? But maybe I know people, I used to know these kids, that they used to dress really preppy to go shoplifting so that they didn't look as... As, as you know, suspicious. Well, that's good thinking. But I mean, maybe this guy just just pulled a hot move and he maybe. was on the getaway. Interesting. He lived to tell the tale, though. But uh, if you want a little anecdote to that, for all the driving I do for Uber, people look both ways before you cross the street, would you? Words of wisdom. Lift your head up from your phone for like three seconds. Don't assume that cars will stop at a crosswalk. No, they might be texting and driving. So I hate crosswalks because of that. Do yourself a favor. Just look both ways. It's like the oldest original rule you learned as a kid. Yeah. Look both ways before you cross because the street. You're if if you get hit, you will lose. Always. My car won't feel it. I no. might have to pay money, but you'll be in a coma. Or worse. Or worse. I'm sorry. I don't want I don't want to have a limp. For the rest of my life. No. They're I have one and they're not fun. So don't do it. Or do it, I mean. Look both ways. Look both ways. Yeah. Well, thank you, Cody. Thanks, Carlos. We're gonna have you back talk more Uber. Oh bit. Maybe if I start doing it, we can compare Uber stories. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I think it's such a cool side gig just for the entertainment value. With my luck, I'll get a vomiter first ride just because you you're so paranoid I'm of throwing it. it out into the universe i have plastic i have rubber floor mats so All word right. to the wise i should probably do that it's good for seattle it's so rainy here <laughs> you get muddy feet all the time well thank you everyone for listening subscribe like share look for us on instagram facebook send us an email czmediapodcast at gmail.com merch oh yeah the merch we talked about the merch earlier. Yep. The Hello Everybody merch, and it has the logo on the back of the shirt. Not too big, not too obnoxious. So do we have to say goodbye, everybody? Do I, should I? 
Let me, I'll have to think about that. <laughs> or goodbye, some of you. Goodbye, some of you. Hello, everybody. And goodbye to just some of you. <laughs> that, are still, that are still the same. Yeah, who have tolerated us well, for this let's, long. Let's try it. Yeah. And goodbye. Some of you. Some of you. You know, I'll have to think about that. That's interesting. Thank you for listening. Uh, bye-bye.